0: who may need extra assistance. Working together as one community can help to create solidarity in addressing COVID-19. Need help and support? Please contact us at the hotline 311 Psychosocial Support at 722-6575 or 518-4157. Brought to you by PAHO, the OACS Commission, and UNICEF.
1: The opinions expressed on this TV program by the hosts, co-hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions and responsibility of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of UTV or its affiliates.
2: Good afternoon and welcome to the revolution. Thank you very much to all those who have joined the revolution, all sons and daughters of St. Lucia. Every single day that somebody joins the revolution, whether they do it by watching the show or just in opening their minds, we feel it. You can feel the momentum growing island wide, not something that is just anti-establishment anti-status quo, but something that which really needs to permeate well beyond any kind of election or well beyond any particular party color. We need to move away from red versus yellow and move to right versus wrong. And that is all what rev- the revolution is about. Today is Monday, June 29th. I want to wish all the fishermen, fishermen's feast, happy fishermen's feast. I know what it was. I know what it should be, but I also know what it isn't this year, not just because of COVID or the coronavirus, but because of inept governments. I also would like to send uh, my thoughts and prayers for all those sitting common entrance. I personally believe common entrance unduly um, threatens the mentality of St. Lucia's children. I understood why it was there. However, I think it's outmoded and antiquated because I think at 10, 11, 12, 9, 10, 11, 12, it's too early to stigmatize any child for either being too smart or smart or whatever, which people say, yay! But that can come with its own pressures when they reach secondary school and also to stigmatize other children as being being vocational or not smart or whatever it is at such a young age. And there must be a better way. We've had it long enough. I think we can find a better way. Shout-outs to all those locked in on Facebook, on UTV124, as well as those on Hits Radio, Asylum and the crew locking it down for us with regards to 92.1 in the north, 91.1 in in the south, as well as UTV on Twitch and UTV on Instagram, UTV124. So, we have a lot to deal with today, a lot, a lot, a lot. I keep coming, I keep saying, hold on, Richard Frederick does a two-hour show once a week and he's overloaded. Tresha's doing a one-hour show, and she's overloaded. The news is overloaded on Choice, on NBC, on HTS. There's never, they they just, the the powers that be never stop with the drivel and giving you concern. Used to be governments would come in and allow you to go back to your life and live a purpose-driven life. And I believe St. Lucia was at its happiest ever in 1987. In 87 was the champion. I was only 12. Bananas, green, gold, all the rest of that. But the reason that I say that is we won everything in terms of volleyball, netball, um, tennis, everything in the region that we could win on whatever OECS or regional level we we're winning. But we are such a happy people. Bananas was going. The economy was pumping. But also, government was doing what it had to do. And it left for you whether you were involved in politics. There were different approaches and methodologies between the Labour Party and the UWP as to the way forward, but both parties were looking to move forward. Now, every day you have to tune into a train wreck of a government, and you have to be stressed while you already have your bills to pay, you're worried about how you're going to pay your rent, you're worried about how you're going to get a job, how you're going to come out of this um, COVID-invented, um, inflated extension of a state of emergency. You're trying to understand how there can be no mass crowd events one week Next week, there's a protest, and they tell them, drive. The week before or two weeks before, they tell you, you'll get arrested. The next week, they're telling you, no mass crowd events, no carnival. Calypso have to be online. But then you've seen um, operatives of the prime minister having boat ride, and then prime minister and them have boat ride, and when the police come with the Coast Guard boats, they tell them, turn back. Yes, I have the video, but I don't have the authorization to play it yet, so we'll hold it back. And those things, and you're wondering, you know, what kind of schizophrenic existence is this and the stresses that come with it? So, sometimes when you can't find leadership in the present, you have to look for leadership wherever you can. And the last Prime Minister did give, finally, a commentary on what he saw as the new solution, how it's playing out in front of our very eyes.
3: In other words, we had to build a new solution. He added... In undertaking this task, Mr. Speaker, we identify the need for a new ethos and change in attitude, one which embraced a culture of excellence and a spirit of greater unity, unquote. So there you have it, Mr. Speaker. The mission of the member of MIGU South is to create a new ethos a culture of excellence and a spirit of greater unity. Mr. Speaker, I am on record as saying that every budget, no matter how badly or insanely that it is crafted, has ideological underpinnings. It gives vital clues about the thinking of the sitting government It tells us who will benefit from the actions of the government and the policies of the government. Who will suffer? Which sectors will be marginalized? And who is important and unimportant in the political and economic mission of the government? It says all of that by the choices we make. But you know, Mr. Speaker, it is also the case that no economy can prosper if policies are constructed on the pillars of vindictiveness, retribution, and discrimination. It unnerves everybody. It worries investors. It leads to an uncooperative citizenry. Economic policy must also have its moral underpinnings. So an economy will not flourish if it is constructed or premised on distortions, intellectual dishonesty, lies, misrepresentation, and deceit. These days, these moral underpinnings become even more critical because of the remarkable advance of social media and the availability of information. There was a time, you know, Mr. Speaker, in the history of the politics of this country you can say something in some remote quarter in a village or community, engage in banality of one kind or another, and really you didn't care. The media was hardly ever there. Recordings were few and far between, but today this mobile telephone has made such a vital difference.
2: So we can understand it being easily conflated. Building a new San Lucia was building a Better San Lucia. I, for one, have always been for a better San Lucia. Take the things that are good and amplify them. Take the things that are bad and do your best to reduce them. But when Chastney ever makes this point, and even made it with Miss Collymore in his famous um, Forgive Me appearance, he says he's looking to build a new San Lucia, which in his mind seems to give him permission to destroy the old San Lucia. And in case you don't know it, whether you are 30 or 60 years old or you're 5 years old or anything in between, it means you are that collateral damage of building. You are the grist. You are the mortar. You are willing to be the expendable parts of whatever devastation and destruction has to go on in order to build this new St. Lucia. So if you view what you, you annexed in for Batten, Cheval, you are, you have, you're seeing land acquisitions all over the place. You're seeing an, a, an Asian invasion of CIP and other nefarious characters called investors who are using our passports in order to take over our country and buy our land out from under us and sell it out from under us as well. Now, the new Saint Lucia, and whenever he speaks about it, he always says, because we have to admit what was there wasn't working. Where did that whoever made that decision? There are a lot of things in San Lucia that aren't working. Does that mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater? I hate going to pay my license and taking the long line. Does that mean I should take a bomb and blow up or burn down the entire Ministry of Communications because I have to take a long line when I go and get my license, or if I go to the registry, that it's a pain, and for that reason, I should. I don't see it that way, and apparently, others are starting to see, read between the lines, because it's becoming pellucidly clear what a new Saint Lucia means.
3: This notion of building a new Saint Lucia is now beginning to irritate those who hear the statement in the face of what has transpired in the four corners of this little island in the past four years. And it is causing some degree of consternation. Some might agree or disagree. Some might say that some people are stuck in time and place. Others might say there are deeper sensitivities at work. Recently, Mr. Speaker, Ms. Veron Sim wrote as follows on a Facebook page, and I'll quote what she wrote on this subject of a new solution. You see, Mr. Speaker, we had a very interesting budget, not because of its content, but it was a budget of political economy, hardly a budget of economic policy. But. There are times when a country may need budgets like that. She said this. I don't want a new solution. I love the one I inherited as my birthright. I want to fix her chips, cracks, wear and tear but preserve her natural breathtaking beauty. I want to enhance her possibilities without changing her essence. I want her to inspire my great grandchildren as she was she has inspired me to a fierce love and unassailable pride. I don't want fake skylines and glittering facades in places of mountainous majesty and shrouded falls. We bandy about this meaningless catchphrase, why do we want to build a new St. Lucia? What will it look like? What will it be? What do we mean? Do we trade in for a new model? Every time I hear some politician talk of a new St. Lucia, I cringe. And I can feel that shudder run through this land from Estate to Mulashik. Maybe somebody can explain to me and Helen, what is this new St. Lucia place they speak of? Obviously, Mrs. Speaker this post was followed by numerous comments too numerous to engage your attention Mrs. Speaker because I'm sure interested as you may be you probably would disallow it I guess Mrs. Speaker we now have instances of what this new solution means what it is all about when, for example, the funds of pensioners at the National Insurance Corporation are used to finance a foreign investor, who then proceeds proceeds to prepare a land for golf course, and in the process destroying what is left of the archaeology on those lands, there is no doubt that we are building a new solution. Interestingly, Mr. Speaker, even the enactment of legislation in this House is touted as evidence of this new solution. Astonishingly, Mr. Speaker, the Minister of Finance says that the government is engaged in legislative and regulatory reforms To, among other things, quote, create new institutions and systems associated with a new St. Lucia. Again, Mr. Speaker, you will find that reference on page four of the budgetary statement. Now, Mr. Speaker, help me. Can you itemize these legislative and regulatory reforms of which the minister speaks that have helped to create a new St. Lucia? Name, Mr. Speaker, one piece of legislation that has reached this House that was truly original, imaginative, and advanced the rights and interests of solutions. Name one that enlarged their rights. Name one. Of necessity, Mr. Speaker, Many of the bills enacted by this government will have to be repealed by any incoming government. I'll just dim a few. And I suspect you know why. The Castries Constituency Act setting up the city police will have to be repealed and redrafted. That contains some bizarre and unlawful clauses. The New Aliens and Holding License Act is a veritable mess, confusing and difficult to implement. It has made a process that should have been simple, bureaucratic and unwieldy. It has become a nightmare for practicing lawyers. And then all the amendments to the CIP Act will have to be repeated. And as the leader of the opposition rightly stated, a new act will have to be enacted ...once the policy decision is taken to retain that program. We have to go back to the drawing board. A well-intentioned program... ...which attracted the opposite support of the opposition... ...has now been systematically undermined... ...destroyed... ...and rendered almost useless. Even the ministers on disguise... ...praise for the legislation... ...governing adoption and protection of children which incidentally was initially crafted by the former SLP administration, will have to be recalled, reviewed, and amended. The reason why the then government did not proceed with enacting that legislation had to do with the numerous defects in the draft, some of which appeared in the existing legislation before the House. I'm not going to go through the legislation in detail, but some of the provisions are well known. And it is only recently, within days of its enactment, we were back in Parliament to repeal and replace certain sections. I guess, Mr. Speaker, on reflection, when you really think about it, you know, The Tourism Levy Act and its companion legislation, the St. Lucia Tourism Authority Amendment Act, are bills associated with the new St. Lucia. That's probably what they're talking about. Bills that had to be withdrawn because of a public outcry.
2: And nobody has done a calculation of the cost the collateral damage of this new St. Lucia. How many people who could have lived that died... In healthcare, while the Prime Minister admitted that he was holding out on healthcare. How many asinine social welfare for the rich, like Ojo Labs and Ernst Young, and how much of that money? Ernst Young, $15 million. Ojo Labs, look at it. How many people could that have been assisting now? Even with the IMF COVID loan that's going towards election construction projects. Foolishness like, like continuing the airports project right now and taking the loan from the Taiwanese, knowing full well that their loan is going to be dependent on airlift while the globe is experiencing a crisis when it comes to air travel. Look at the amount of bills. And you know, I had to learn from lawyers that because somebody's a lawyer doesn't mean that they can draft laws. How many bills has the attorney general screwed up? Even Chastney talked down about him when he brought him in, saying that he would have to get the attorney general. He would have to get him trained up by some people from the British Parliament and the British government because he was not up to scratch. So then the question is, why was he brought in there? Was he brought in there purely because he's a party loyalist that no matter how much he says that you all are a waste of his time and he wanted to go and become a magistrate, at the end of the day, he always toes the party line whenever you all call him? Think of the amount of bills that have been screwed up, even in historic fashion, have been voted down. You've had at least one voted down because of all kinds of bungling mistakes. Things that threaten constitutionality. For example, Teo King having an escrow account overseas. Since when is the Solution government authorized to just glibly say, hey, let's screw our country too and put an escrow account overseas? And doesn't escrow account, doesn't the term mean that each party has equal rights to the account? How is it Tewa King has final say on everything? Then you turn around and you look at the the vat-free on food and beverage for specific hoteliers. Actually, one hotelier who actually had cabinet in the beginning of 2019 held at Sandals Halcyon. And after that, you saw coming into the house right after the motion of no confidence, the very next bill was to allow... Butch Stewart and Sanders to get VAT free on food and beverage for the next 40 years while all the other hoteliers would still have to play by a different set of rules and pay VAT. And what's even worse, not even the SLHTA spoke out about it, let alone the Chamber of Commerce. And now we are going to continue with this experiment? Do we really need, you know, they say give him a chance because he said he needed three years for you to start to see results. 2019 was supposed to be the year of implementation. Whatever happened to that, there was no COVID then. It's already pro- projected to have minus 8.5 negative growth in, by October 2019. COVID didn't start to hit Wuhan and come out. The outbreak didn't start until December 2019. Now we projected that a conservative estimate to be minus 18, according to the prime minister himself, coming from people over in the World Bank and IMF and so on. Now, all of that said, It really comes down to now that you've seen if you bought it and you think it's a Jabba Sack, you've bought into the new Saint Lucia. You've seen the vision begin to be imparted. You've seen what's been destroyed. You see what's been built. So our heritage has been destroyed. It's about our patrimony being equivalent to our credit rating while at the same time a horse race track which is not going to make money is being extolled as the greatest thing since sliced bread. And now Tewa King is carving up the land to sell by um, was the George Orlam Stadium, and there are St. Lucian residents at the top of that hill, and they will have to move. So, the landlord and the owner of Viewfort, will be able to take over, and we'll just stay there and take that. Well, we'll know by how we vote, won't we? Will we do exactly as we have always done for the last 10 15 elections just go and vote? Red because your mother is um, is labor. Vote um, yellow because your father is UWP. Because your family is from Schwazel. Your family is from Labri, Your family is from Grosley. Your family is from Deriso, And um, we're, we're, we're Porto Flavo. That, as, are we going to do that? Or is right going to ever stand over wrong? Will our country ever become before parties? Well, all I know is that he's telling you the narrative has changed. Before, he said he needed three years. Now... He says he needs two terms. Are you willing to give him two terms?
4: it be every dog that barks that I should respond and determine that I'm arrogant. But it's going to take me, and I've said this from the get go, it takes three years. It takes me three years to re-engineer the civil service and changing the way that people think, holding people more accountable and getting more productivity. It's gonna take me three years to change our culture in terms of how we are processing, getting contracts to farmers, so people aren't wasting their time. It's going to take me three years to get the infrastructure of this country fixed. It's going to take me three years to get the finances of this country fixed. Let us not make the decisions for one term. Because if you make decisions for one term, you're going to rush. I have to make the decisions based on two terms. Okay, and I have to have the confidence that if I do the right thing, that regardless of what we hear going on now, that people will support doing the right thing. But it's going to take me, and I've said this from the get-go, it takes three years based on two terms.
5: So, everything in your waistline when you make it roll, girl I road that me say them a bit too, but none of them no have it like you. When it come to wine and skill, girl you know you are the best. Them a dancer queen, but you are a dancer goddess. Them, girl I road really need little practice, but everything oh, I need well you have it. I use a, a professional bump and roll, I qualify
6: waistline control.
2: Welcome back to the revolution and soldier, you for staying tuned. qualified, like If now, I will tell you it is nauseating, irritating, and tedious to go through a lot of these addresses by the Prime Minister because if you're looking to demote team, the fact is it's not very difficult. You just keep starting and stopping, starting and stopping, and you just keep marking off, marking off, marking off. And like I said, it's a proven political technique called gish gallop, where you repeat so many lies in succession that people get beaten up and they stop following and they just accept and they try to choose between the big ones and the small ones. But I am duty-bound, um, as is what is necessary, to go through and try to point out the different inaccuracies that are there. And another one has arisen, um, and I must commend those who um, spoke out, because these are people that were literally in the office of the Prime Minister, um, and working with youth issues, and supporters of the party, United Workers' Party, and still they called him out. But Let's go now to the Prime Minister's um, budget address, speaking about the national youth policy.
4: Mr. Speaker, our government's philosophy has been to make a fundamental shift from viewing the youth as a problem to one in which we place greater emphasis on their empowerment and direct participation as partners in the economic and social development of this nation. Again and consistent with our overall approach we facilitated a lengthy and broad-based consultative process that resulted in the formulation of a national youth policy this along with our overall medium-term development strategy will serve as the cornerstone of our collective efforts at collaboration and engagement
2: now while i would wish that somebody would tell michael shasney the father that having a mask under your nose really makes no difference if you cover your mouth and are still breathing through your nose while you are talking to people or people are talking to you or just in general. But the focus in terms of the national youth policy and listening to the prime minister, it sounds like they have made deliberate steps and a way forward. Except when you look and listen like Sean Edward did, to Ajani, who, like I said, has been a Prime Minister supporter, been in the office of the Prime Minister, supports the United Workers' Party. So, I have to take him at his word as well.
7: It saddened me when I saw a Vice President of the NYC on his Facebook page said, and I quote, Government must stop playing politics with the National Youth Policy. The policy review process concluded in 2016. Through technical support from the Commonwealth Secretariat, a final document was rejected by Cabinet in 2019 on the basis that it did not reflect present needs. Unquote, the words of an NYC vice president. Government must stop playing politics with the National Youth Policy. The policy review process concluded in 2016. Through technical support from the Commonwealth Secretariat, a final document was rejected by cabinet in 2019 on the basis that it did not reflect present needs, unquote. The words of an NYC vice president.
2: At what point, you know, it's like people tell you, oh,
7: so they didn't do
2: anything good, that government didn't do anything good. You really have to struggle to find stuff that they did that was good, because even the things that they say that they've done that are good... It's half truths or untruths, like I said, terminological inexactitudes. It doesn't make any sense. Look, they deferred customs payments at um, at Slaspo. That's one. Two, Shashney had um activities at the Prime Minister's residence. That's two. Apart from that, I struggled. He did well in the healthcare aspect of um, COVID, very well in terms of handling that. Okay, so I give I get you three, but even when. You want to try to balance it. And the truth is, I don't believe in trying to balance stuff. I think that's false equivalencies on steroids. But I'm telling you, even when you say to yourself, but there must be something. They still screw up. They tell you they reduced the license fee of five to stay alive. No, they reduced the license fee not by 50%. They reduced it by 50% of the increase. You have to get the devil in the details. You know, the amnesty that they boast about with medical bills was done by Kenny Anthony in 2012. Nothing new. Five to stay alive in a market when they give VAT reduction with no price controls except for rice flour and sugar meant nothing. Actually, it almost triggered an increase in prices. As you, just like you can see now, Bradley doesn't want to own up to the fact that in the last two, three weeks, again, prices in supermarkets are skyrocketing. But it's Okay because the truth is whatever you believe it to be. And now, because we're in the election season, some of the same Cambridge Analytica tactics that they used before, and that's the one thing that we have to our advantage. Since we saw the tactics before, we can know what to look for. So, in humanizing Shastney, because they believe what we've demonized him, when he's done all the work on his own, the fact of the matter is, that he has been coming out with these photos. So you see, from when he first had his first activity in Deriso, he puts out pictures of himself playing football or whatever, and they come up with a new page and they photoshopped his face and everything, no problem. That's all what you would figure as basic PR. But, like I said, they're going after two sets of voters first. The churchgoers, that's why he went on this lady show um, and said about forgive me, and then the other thing is they'll go after the young people. That's why you will see boat rides going on now. You will see selected social events will be allowed to happen while others will not be allowed to happen. And in that, you'll see a revisionist history start to make its way into social media and sponsors. And I'll show you what he's done now, and then I'll show you that it is actually a pattern that was repeated before the last election. So let's go now to the photos of Chastney as saying that he was the na- captain of the national basketball team. Let's show that first photo. So in this first photo, United Workers' Party senator, can you spot the Prime Minister Chastney back in the day he was the captain of the national basketball team? You see? So there it is. And boy, does that make him look cool? And he was always this great leader and all the rest of that. And then show that I want to show that it's not just United Partners that's putting that up, but he himself, his own new page, the Cambridge strategic thing where they come up with a new page for him. Notice how they've ducked him out of PR for the last three, four weeks, and they're trying to reintroduce him. So whatever he was doing in terms of press conferences and all of that has stopped. But he himself, you can see, is putting up himself as being the captain of St. Lucia's national basketball team. Right, And even for people like Stephen Jern, we can come off of that now. Stephen Jean and so on, and the UWP Hacks even post some literature of uh, um, something saying that he was captain. Chastainé may have captained teams because there were a number of teams in those days, eight, nine teams that used to play against each other. But the specific team that is there, he did not captain. And when they put the names up of all of those, all you have to do is look. You can see in the picture. Let's put that picture back up again, the same one. And you can see on the bottom, you'll see somebody like Wiggy Santoma. If we can throw that photo back up again, that photo shows Wiggy Santoma, and he's not listed in the, in, in the, the listings that um, the UWPs are putting out. But all of that said, the fact of the matter is that there, it's amazing that there are people who are alive and can see and know to DEMA team, and it's almost like it's a formulaic thing. So we'll play striker now. Right, letting him letting you all see and hear that at the end of the day, it's just another lie.
8: I was president of then the CABA, which is the of Amateur Basketball Association. Our basketball is played in the gardens, which I which still call to be the mecca of basketball. That is why I say the, 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 the best of basketballers that Luce ever had came from in that era. I was between when I came from school in 77 in, in, in till about. 86 87. Um, I mean, there were a number of, 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 of good teams. My team was all blacks. There was Bullocks, there was BSADC, there was 42nd Street Rubies, there was NSBW, New Section of Black and Whites. Um, and I, I, there probably was one or two which I, I don't remember of, of the batch in 1985. we. We went to the OECS Basketball Competition in, in Antigua. Kenneth Rigler King, the lead, sorry, was the coach and I was the manager at striker The team consisted of 10 players. And I named them for you, it, it was Ricky Esprit who was the captain, there, there, there was Alan Chastney, there was um, Marcus Alcindor, there was Tommy Reno, and there was perhaps um, Bernard Duplese, who, 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 who we call. Sir Iba, and the, uh, uh, there was Golem Colimo, there was were there was there Wiggy Sentoma, and there was another youngster called um, Terry Gibson. I think that was, and there was there was Beck, I knew him as Beck, he was from San Francisco. he got shot by the police somewhere around the printrig print area that was the 10th, and in my opinion that was the, the, the best team that we ever had, but I, I, I must insist that at the time, at the time, they, they, they were good players, but, but like I said, the captain of the team at the time was Ricky Asin. In fact, we lost that entire competition by five points. It was a very, very good team. Alan, Alan Shastley was never the captain. He was never the captain. Rick Yes, was the captain. And the, the players I called, they could call all of them. They will tell you exactly what I said.
2: And um, with regard to him, sometimes they say they had, that he may have captained specific games. That did not happen either?
8: Specific games? specific games. Remember, the a game tournament, game. tournament, and we yeah. tournament. I think we played how many games? Another five or six games. He was the, the captain for the entire tournament. Was Ricky Skeki Esu, who still lives in New Village.
2: I do hope that some journalists make their way up to New, over to New Village, to the man who did captain the team, and do an interview with him. My gosh, you know somebody who achieved so much. And, you know, my thing is what I don't understand is Chastney does these things and he just expects that people play along. And the same thing, Gish Gallop is the same way that he always throws people under the bus like everybody call 311 and then everybody's just supposed to fall in line and make it happen. Let's show that photo again. And so now we can say with a great, I mean, we already kind of knew that basically this is a lie. And this is a, pr- a propagated lie, but the part that should really interest you folks is not just that it's happening. And if you can lie for small things like this, you know, and we, can clo- we, can, we can come off that. It's like my father was an opening batsman for Winwoods, just like the great, late, great Julius Drysdale. There are a lot of great cricketers. People always talk about how Bam Charles would, could, and should have been one of the first um, solutions to make it to the West Indies team. But at the end of the day, People know these facts. I know that that Claudius um, Francis was a great table tennis player, and that um, also Frank Myers was a great table tennis player. You know all of these different things from back in the day. George Otlam's was as a goalie, was called the Flying Darky, right? You know these things. There's even a Branford book in terms of sports history, and you read about people like Lincoln St Rose, and they call him Frank, they would call him Sir Frank Warrell. All of these types of things, and yet still, why would you do that? Because at the end of the day, you're hoping that the people who know are not on Instagram, they're not on Facebook, and it's just young people you're trying to fool. But it's not the first time. Heading into the last election, Shasne brought back the same lie that he has been propagating to the point where it even cost taxpayers of Sanusha 80,000 U.S. to settle. Right? and it was paid through the Tourism Board, well, the Tourist Board then, the Tourism Authority, when Shastnik has continued to say he created the jazz festival. That is a lie. And it's a simple thing, you know. If you have to choose between people that are involved intimately in jazz, whose entire lives have been, have been centered around jazz, you have to choose between believing that Shasne invented the jazz festival or that it was the brainchild of Luther Francois. I leave that to you.
0: This untruth is in print, big and bold. The first jazz festival was not the brainchild of Alan Chastney. Mm. The idea came from notable St. Lucians like Miss Delia Fossois and Luther Fossois. Sadly, Alan Chastney has been peddling the lie that he created the jazz festival for years.
9: Mm.
0: He repeated that lie so often and kept taking credit for successive festival innovations that a U.S. public relations firm run by the sister of the Olympic gold medalist Jackie Joyner-Cursey took legal action. Chastney settled the case paying her PR firm some 80,000 U.S. dollars. By the way, that 80 grand U.S., for that lie he told, you paid for it.
2: So it's the same decouche tactics, Shastney's natural conman PR combined with Cambridge Analytica. And Cambridge only care about him winning and them getting all of their money in another DSH type deal, kind of a thing like the guy from Cambridge Analytica spoke about. You get paid for the elections and then you have to pick a fake project and then passports and all of that come in. And St. Lucia will have gone to the IMF and be completely plundered. And also re-engineered as a new colonial development corporation with all of the friends and family and foreigners having all of our prized assets under their private control. In the meantime you have the deck decks that will go out and sing and say whatever they have to say because at the end of the day they've already sold out they already know how much they get through CDP they already know how much they get through this and that and the other and then when you finish we all focus on the Prime Minister and Guy Joseph when the rest of the cabinet is just as culpable now, that said, I spoke about the Sports Ac- Academy on Friday, and <laughs> so did Edmund Estefan.
7: School facilities, a model example of such a facility is the St. Lucia Sports Academy. And, and Mr. Speaker, it is the vision of this government that after we have studied what obtains in Grosely, we are planning to have another two academies constructed in Saint Lucia and we are thinking of the South as the next venue and then if the possibilities exist for us to go to either the East or the West Coast to provide the necessary amenities for our young people for them to be to be able to achieve their objectives in life.
2: Yep, both the Prime Minister and the Minister for Youth Development and Sports have been boasting about the Sports Academy. The Sports Academy that was once one of the schools servicing the most populous constituency in the whole of St. Lucia at over thirty to 31,000 people. Now it's only been reduced to allowing Form 4 and Form 5 students. Nobody knows what happens to the athletes who have done common entrance and at 12, 13, 14 would be in Form 1, 2, 3, only Form 4 and Form 5. They don't have an active athletics program. They are training people in groups as small as six. They are giving them sports theory. There's a lot of cooking going on there, and a lot of eating, and a lot of watching of TV, and a lot of people in the dorm rooms, but actual sports is not going on there. Again, here's your reminder from as recently as Friday, and this is one of the senior coordinators speaking about the school's activity. Hi, Christopher. I'm just trying to get an answer for one question.
10: I just want to know if the I understand with COVID. But I just want to know if the actual sports program mm-hmm. has, is now active. No, not, not active. Not yet? Well, I, I, because actually, we are waiting for um, some protocol from the ministry of sports. They developing something along with the um, ministry of health as to like when clubs start back training and so on. Because our training is basically just like clubs, right? So we are just waiting on some information so that we could begin our training, but at the moment you can just uh, go for like six students, just a um, maximum of six students. Okay, which so then... Really, which is not really anything much that we do, except for the track, which is an individual event, in terms of the football and nothing else. so then the, So then the school itself is not, not activated as yet then? No, well we, we have classes going on, for the the FAMPIs and the students in TXC. Yeah as well. But I mean in terms of the athletics? No, in terms of the track and field and the football and cricket. Not as yet. We have some tractor training, training as it um, um, but football no. No training. Okay. Could come no training for the footballers. I think because it's a team sport. Um, what we used to do, we used to send them um, workouts and they would do the workouts and send videos so they could look at the analysis and so on. That's what we're doing. But in terms of training, at the moment we can work with six students at a time. So, what we have done, we have restricted it just to the track and field students. We're so just looking at just five long jumpers, four long jumpers. That's what we've been looking for now. And no training at all for the cricket at the footballers. Okay. The students, when well, we just ended this week, they we have been doing sports theory with the coaches. Okay. Yeah, so they've been doing online classes with the coaches, sports theory, plus the number of.
2: So what they extol is not only a flop, but it's been a huge drain on the finances of the Ministry of of Youth Development and Sports, because even though they gave Lockerbie 12 million US, 32.4 million EC dollars, the money for this facade has been coming not from Lockerbie's money, but has been coming out of the allocation of the Ministry of Sports, which up until 2020 was $8.3 million and is now $10 million. So folks, I want to show you an invoice so you'll see, and then I'm going to ask a couple of questions, even though I have the rest of the documents. This gentleman here, Mr. Andrew, either Beal or Bell, I'm not sure, B-E-H-L, this is one of the people who... (laughs) Who is dealing with the, um, who is dealing with the school. And the Ministry of Education is paying this man $5,482.49 a month as per contract. He is situated in the United States. He's not here. And he gets paid for services associated with duties of the Assistant Program Director for the Sports Academy. Including leadership of administrative programs and all the rest of that. So basically, while the school is inactive, this gentleman is getting paid $5,482.49 a month, even in this COVID environment, and the school not being functional, even if it was without COVID, as the coordinator um, told us, and you just heard there. So at a time when we're broke, we're sending money to the United States from the Ministry of Education, and sorry, from the Ministry of Sports, every month is going to this gentleman. What's even worse... We, have, we are spending over $20,000 a month easily on fish, man. fish sticks from Lucian Blue Ocean, Papa Shas. We are buying from Peter and Company meats and all of the rice, the vegetables, everything that these young athletes who are not doing athletics in an athletics academy, all the meals that they are getting, they are paying the cook they're paying the cook more than the prime minister of Lucia. The cook is getting close to $20,000, just over $19,000 a month. And if you want to believe that that cook is also having to pay other staff to cook, think to yourself that while that cook is paying other staff to cook, that they're getting every single ingredient provided by the state. And of course, the friends, family, and foreigners are the ones who are paying or getting the, getting it good in terms of Peter and company bringing all the meats and uh, blution blue ocean supplying them with all the fish and all the groceries and these kids who are supposed to be sleeping there because of the demands of athletics are essentially in a school that has been propped up for political purposes that does not have athletics active is still waiting for the Ministry of Education to actually draft the whatever programs that they are supposed to be implementing. The facilities aren't finished beyond the dormitories of the TVs. I mean, I went there, I see two fellas in an office, they just come out of the shower, two young boys, and I seen a senior officer there, and I'm like, okay, all right. And then turn around, and the prime minister's boasting about this, and Edmund Estefan says, we will take what is done there, we're going to have two or three more academies, we're going to have one in the south, and this, that, and the other. And right now, this piece of uh, school or whatever you want to call it is costing the taxpayers of St. Lucia exponentially because everybody getting meals. Don't forget all the people that they're getting meals on this whole thing. And again, like I said, the cook is getting paid $20,000 a month. She's getting all the materials, all of the supplies, all the rice, all the peas, all the vegetables, all the salads, all tomatoes, the fish steaks, everything is coming from Lucian Blue Ocean, Peter and Company, everything. A huge catering bill. And nothing for that. And not even to replenish the bodies that are supposed to be in athletics. And we all know that if you're going to have a world-class athlete, I'm sure these kids in Form 4 and Form 5 may be able to get a scholarship to a division 2 or 3 school in the United States, but or Canada, or something like that. But if you really wanted them to be world-class athletes, whatever happened to Form 1, Form 2, Form 3, by the time the kids are 8, 9 years old, Look, you look at old videos of Roger Federer or Rafael Nadal. By the time they were eight, nine years old, they were already champions. Hussein Bolt is the same thing. Mike Tyson, all of these people were already there. Kobe Bryant, they were all who they were going to be. And those same formative years that somehow nobody has rationalized being dumped. Form 1, Form 2, Form 3, they're non-existent in that school. But it's okay, because like Estefan said, don't be jealous of what is happening in Grosile or what is happening in Soufre Because after all, Denry should be proud that they have Esti.
7: All I want to say is that Denry people should not be jealous of anything that's happening around the island. Why is, that, why is, that, why is, that, why is Because the Prime Minister said We are creating model facilities. We are creating model communities. And so a model community is created in Sufra. And there are certain things when it comes to denry. Just be patient. The rest will come. We are on a pathway to development. We are on a pathway. Rome was not built in a day. Do not be jealous of what is happening in Sufra. Look at what we have. What we have, they don't have. So, we have everything that we need. You have me.
2: (laughs) Apologies for the echo there, but I'm sure you got the gist of the clip. For everything else that Denry South does not have, they have Estee. Well,. Here's a response.
7: So why would you look the other side? Why does it make sense for you to listen to RF and all the noise that he's making in all the communities? Why? <laughs>
11: Folks, I am in Quela Sufra, I am in Quela Sufra, where the people have been deprived, where the people have been, D: been D: abandoned, and I came here, I decided... It's unbelievable. it's unbelievable. When you walk through, you drive through those constituencies, the field is on the ground, the urgency is on the ground. <laughs> Stefan Dogongwa opened his mouth and said, I make noise in constituencies. I don't. The people are the ones making the noises, not me, not me. Power! Boss, you never what the some more Physical. We need a church. We need a change. Yeah, yeah. We have to go.
1: Chucky has to go. Harry have to go. All you have, have, have to go. We never see Eric coming Baron Drive. Never, never come, never come to Baron Drive. Never.
11: So, folks, it's not me. It's the not people. me. It's the people. It's not. It's not the boss. It's the people. Yes, and it's all need all the need a change. We need a change. All right. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know. So, folks, when you hear a Gogo like Estefan saying that I make noise in every constituency, I, I don't make noise. I decided to just drive and I'm driving. I stopped in Sufria with Luki and others, and they said, Let's go to Barons drive, the people are waiting for the you. They will never come there and visit us, the man never come there at all. Yeah. Even passing the man passing, the man never come bar drive. So 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 we need a change. You You don't want Herod.
6: Herod. You don't want Herod.
11: I don't want Herod. We need Emma. And my vote is for Emma.
1: And why that gentleman that's beyond yeah. TV yeah. saying, Sufra, yeah. Baron Jad is not part of Sufra. That's what I want to know. Is Baron John is not part of, yeah, of, of
7: Sufra? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Is, is that your rep? Huh?
11: Estefan, open his go mouth, can hardly speak, diction is bad, his speeches have been written by Ricky Alexander, but I'll deal with that on, 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 on um, Thursday. And I'll tell you this, um, um, Estefan, what did you say? What did you say? You said that, um, my heart is not wired as it seems. It's more than wired will come for you guys because at the end of the day, y'all are dealing injustices to the people of this country. And I will ensure that I do what I have to do to send y'all packing and packing forever. You will notice the noise you are hearing the noise you are hearing is not my noise. It is the noise of the people. Because guess what? Who feels it? it? <laughs>
2: St. Lucia, you asked for it, and we're making it happen. Revolution t-shirts are now available island-wide. In Groselay at Nestor's Bar in Grand Riviera, at Dax Supermarket in the Richard Frederick Building in Castries, Marilyn's Restaurant and Bar at the Daito Fisheries Complex in Denry, Hippolyte's in Town, as well as in Beaufort at Chanel's Upstairs, the Chanel's Plaza. Revolution T-shirts can also be ordered through Johnson for those in the Miku area, from Nyla in the Schwazel to Labry area, as well as Diana in the ancillary Canaries districts. And if you require any other information, please call our National Coordinator, Dantes, at 486-7658. That's 486-7658. Anytime, day or night. All sizes, all colors. Get your Revolution T-shirts today. None but ourselves can free our minds. You,
7: no! you, you, UTV, UTV. I know you got say. it. If you identify with the most pulsating, the most riveting, the most eye
3: capturing, U, U,
7: to advertise with UTV,
3: dial 484-7588 or 572-7588. For some of the most competitive rates, amazing programming, and bang for your buck. The most popular streaming channel, UTV124 on Facebook. Get it now. Check us out on Instagram, UTV124. Email us, utvslu at gmail.com. It's not just for me. It's definitely TV for you.
1: S to the J. Okay, Lele, you don't know it, your boy, Shemmy J. Bigging up UTV, Underground TV. Wine and stutter fire. Bam, bam, big be on a beat like Jum Jum.
2: Welcome back to The Revolution, and thank you for staying with us and joining us. All of those locked in on UTV124 on Facebook, those of you locked in on Twitch, those of you locked in on Instagram, UTV124, those of you locked in on Hits Radio, as well as those of you locked in on Flow Channel 124, thank you very much. Happy that you have chosen to join the underground. Yep, now, housekeeping-wise, I don't know if you've seen this photo. Let's put it up. Let's put it up. United Pack, a fence has been erected on Ridley Beach near the Rodney Bay Medical Quarantine Facility. The fence has been erected to improve security around the facility, given previous attempts by persons to sneak in and out of the facility. As usual, operatives of the SLP are spreading propaganda to help suit their political misinformation and lies. Ah, okay. So, first of all, Solutions have a right to be touchy about beaches because we all know of the history of the Caribbean to the point of protecting our beaches. You know, Jack don't want me to bathe on my beach out of Barbados and Gabby. We also know about Queen's Chain and we know that a governor general who refused to sign over projects and kept pointing out in repeated correspondence to this government that Queen's Chain was involved, so she couldn't sign off on this. Queen's Chain was involved. Queen's Chain was involved. Eventually, got kicked out and said that she was there for too, too long and she was too old, and she was replaced by somebody who was 11 years older than her, the Great Shaddle Mall. Now, you have rubber stamps going left, right, and center. We also have issue because right now, the hill that is behind that hotel where Caribbean Jewel is, has a history of French, of American, being an American army base. Also, it's one of the greatest sources of rock and stone for quarry goers. It's, pro- it's considered to be the best piece of mountain that could be mined. And there's a quarry on the back end that Darcheville has that's in the, um, the Sugar City Gap um, where Peter and Company is and the shooting range for Gar, Inc., and so on. And also, it has Caribbean Jewel on it, it's also a very valuable piece of land. Um, the Prime Minister's father was also involved in that. It was also in receivership by the bank Coop Thing and Friedlander, which is the same bank that was involved in the Black Bay land scandal when that land was also lost um, in 2008 um, while Shashi was a Minister of Tourism. Also, Crown Lands has somebody who had the entire public service um, requirements changed in order to facilitate his appointment. He is known as Herod's poster boy, Henix Joseph, a friend of mine. Um, but obviously, as an environmental officer, many will question how he ended up being the commissioner of crown lands. And we all know that there's a specific family that is working assiduously, very close to the prime minister, to get that those lands in that area. So, and that land has been acquired. Nicholas John, Johnman, the secretary, and dealing with the receivership of that, Shasney used the powers of the government to acquire that land for over 100 million dollars. So people will be ticklish about the whole thing Not even so much just the fence Now if it is a fence that is designed to stop people from escaping If you really want to escape uh, You could just swim around Also you could just throw your clothes over the fence And still climb the fence Or climb the fence with your clothes on And Again, because of the nature of St. Lucia's experiences, unlike places like Brazil where all hotels cannot be closer than a couple hundred yards, close to a mile, I think it's 500 yards uh, of away from the shore, forcing everybody to have access or giving everybody access to the beaches, we know that in San Lucia, especially with a hotelier as our prime minister, that giving the hotels priority can be of some offense. Now, If you wanted to stop people who are in quarantine from passing on the virus, a fence is kind of, you know, permeable, like they can just talk to other people and that can happen. So I would have thought the best way, instead of having a fence, would have been to have uh, a security guard. But I'll tell you what, folks, all those who are looking at that fence are actually looking at it, thinking that it's on the beach side that is the back of the Royal Solution. It's actually in the middle, like towards the ramp side, which is also interesting. Because if this is to improve security and to not allow people to escape, who those people who want to come in and invade quarantine and escape quarantine, when there was an incident of somebody escaping quarantine, the people who escaped quarantine escaped out the back end where the bar is, that area there. And you know what the funniest thing was? At 12 minutes past 9 this morning, I went, parked my vehicle right along that road just be- just after the Coco Palm entrance, right where there are two police barricades or whatever, and I walked in. There was absolutely no security. And if you don't believe me, I filmed it. So I filmed inside there, I filmed the fence, I filmed the whole thing. So then I'm curious, if the place where people actually were clearing and out and escaping, you all have put no barricade, but you put a barricade on the beach. So you basically are blocking off one side, while the other side where people were always walking in and out is staying the same? (laughs) Roll it. So if the justification is to stop people from coming in and out, the area that they put it up on, I didn't know was a problem. But the area where you actually have footage of people climbing out and throwing suitcases and leaving and all of that, I literally walked in to this morning at about 12 minutes past 9. I walked right in, I filmed exactly what you saw there, and there it is. Wah, 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 wah. So now we move on to the government's ability to stimulate the economy. They have given no stimulus, but they have definitely encouraged one industry to start to boom. And that is the informal funeral services. The effigy community has been booming. There seems to be a lot of production of effigies around the country. Normally, funerals normally happen in these effigy type political senses after an election. But people seem to be motivated right now. That was Sarah Flood in 2017, toward the end of 2017. Hung in effigy both on, both by the new CDC buildings on the Darling Road and also hung in effigy on the Shose Road where her constituency office is. And then we had this next effigy. Yes, that effigy surfaced about two weeks ago um, in the Deriso Gap, an effigy of Shasne himself, followed by, not to be outdone apparently, an effigy of Shasne again um, being uh, held or what whatever, some service or ceremony being held in Viewfort. The
1: Lord- Bless him. No, but Don't bless him. Not him. We shall send him so far, Mercy. even the woman to us. will So at this moment, I prepare to say some fun. we will never in 1952. So this is not
7: time for you no more. We, you going to
1: Amen. You go.
7: You tell me my tweet. grandmother didn't go have to look for license. Tax on tax. I know.
11: Welcome back, my boy. <laughs> what do you do
0: for me? <laughs> no.
11: What do you do for
0: Let Christian go and save your yes. yes, you not from now. Yes, not
1: from
11: now.
2: Now in terms of inspiring effigies it would appear that Shastney would have the lead but Sarah Flood would not be outdone so the people in the CDC wanted to keep her in the race of those politicians that people want gone (laughs) And now making a first appearance you now have Bradley Felix, the spineless one. Yep, there's Bradley in all his glory. I'm sure the belly is not that big, of course. The man is an athlete. But definitely being in lockstep with Chastney and every decision that Chastney makes, even when he disagrees with it, definitely has exposed him, not as just being a politician, but being one with no real ethos or constitution. And then comes the latest one,
1: and that is Shastney again. In the history of Lucia. He made so many promises and then took advantage of the trust and goodwill of St. Lucia. Bradley Felix is his accomplice, who signed the DSH agreement and continues to support Shastney in the abuse of trust. We will begin with Alan first, you are a traitor and the worst liar of all, you promised that the price of gas would go down, but in fact, it went up. You said you would have a smaller cabinet and then had the biggest cabinet in the history of St. Lucia. You took our tax money to pay salaries for OJO labs, used our money to set up the premises for those white men who are making millions in profits from our own money. We are the people of Shozel. Find you guilty of treason and high crimes, You have given away so much land for that rich Tio Akim. You gave the man our passport money. You stopped the one laptop per child program, which giving away everything we have to friends, foreigners, and your own family. You got rid of the disaster fund and stopped NIC program, which gave work to so many Malawis. You will pay for that.
2: Now you'd think that Chastney has definitely won this competition, although there are many more legs to go. You've had Deriso, you've had Castries Central by the CDC, you've had Castries in the Chaussee, you've had um, Castries as well on the Darling Road, you've had in Viewfort, you've had in Schwazel, multiple ones. Stevenson King had one in 2018 um, in La um, around the time of the destruction of the old CDC buildings by Concreto again. But Sarah has made a comeback. Mondidon,
1: good afternoon to you. service and to counter all of
2: this. The United Workers Party hierarchy and also the surrogates have put on their Bible faces, their Eucharistic lingo, and they are definitely going to push the narrative that the United Workers Party was put into office and endorsed by God himself. When he does good, it is because Shasne was chosen by the Lord, and when the government does badly, it was God, God's will to test us and our faith in Shasne. That is why the play with Cambridge Analytica and the psychology has been so strong in terms of religion and going after the youth in the initial stages, because it works for Trump. People know that Trump is a rogue, a reprobate, you know, a jackass, an a-hole, but at the end of the day, what does he do? He appoints the judges that they want. So in the same token, they believe that no matter what happens with Chastney, he can do no wrong in their eyes, because when he does something wrong, It's because people are putting too much pressure on him. Or it is God's will. And when something right or obviously right to us happens, then they say it is because they put him there. And they are pushing that narrative. All of the MPs, all of the ministers, all of the surrogates online... You can see it everywhere you go. That's why they portray me and they say that I am a demon because I am stoking and I'm pushing and I'm advocating for a revolution of the mind. Because for them, cognitive dissonance is their number one weapon. That's why they brought down Donalyn Rutherford, a published author of books on cognitive dissonance. You don't believe it? You want to see it in action? Well, let's listen to Guy Joseph himself.
12: We are in difficult times with COVID, but St. Lucia is in the best hands that it could be under this crisis. And for all those who say that God loves us in St. Lucia, nothing is new to God. Nothing takes Him by surprise. And I believe that the right leader was raised for the right time because God knew that COVID was coming and He wanted to prepare St. Lucia. Mr. Speaker Nute Fini, St. Lucia would have finished under St. Lucia labor party. But you know what? God in his wisdom and his foreknowledge, through providence, guided St. Lucia to a leader. But you see, they thought that he would not perform. He has been one of the best performing prime ministers. in
2: Now whether you buy into that rhetoric or not, they are playing the averages, the numbers. It's just like when Cambridge Analytica goes after people on Facebook. They're not trying to get a 100 out of a 100 people. They're trying to get as many of what they call the persuadables, in air quotes. They're trying to get as many of which will buy into that argument because... They know that when it gets closer and closer to elections, it becomes less and less about facts. People are oversaturated with information, and it becomes about the psychological arguments. So if they cannot reproach you on party loyalty, because they've seen what this prime minister has done and this cabinet has done in terms of destruction of livelihoods, the economy, sectors like agriculture, and the asinine approaches to tourism education, and all the rest, healthcare and so on, that while they look at those things, they say, well, the only thing we can do is tell them, you know, that um, going against Shasne is a sin. And, and it will work on a certain amount of people. And that is why I keep talking about each one reaching one. We need to not just stay in our comfortable silos. We have to go out and speak to people, even if we don't think that we're going to get through to them. Give them the evidence. Show them the information Truth is definitely on our side. Shamelessness on their side is their nuclear superpower. And they will use it. They will contradict themselves in the same statement. The Ala in Ward or Guy Joseph. And they don't care. And they just keep going on and on and on. You really think telling Chastney that he lied about something is going to break his spirit? You think when he should be embarrassed about going out in a state of emergency to campaign, he didn't know and just didn't care? Chastney is an immoral character, it's a means to an end. As long as he gets what he wants, he doesn't really care what happens. It's just like everything else that they do, that's their modus operandi. Now I'm opening the lines now at 5727588, and I will tell you that I there is somebody that I have in mind. Yes, the phone lines are open at 5727588. Um, folks, tomorrow night Norbert will probably undoubtedly come on the air. And he will bloviate and pontificate and, you know, castigate people for not following or not reading or, you know, or or disparage poor people as if, you know, Maliways, as if they are inferior people or something like that. Even not recognizing that his own salary is paid by Maliways and that he, his entire job is to be a hemorrhoid in Shastani's ass. But the fact of the matter is that Norbert, in a strange sort of a way, I can guarantee you will not be able to speak with authority. He will not be able to speak with authority in this coming episode. He won't. We have a call. Good afternoon. Hello? Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon, caller. Yes, Christopher.
5: It is not an accident nor an incident or coincidence. This is the Mother Chastney, <laughs> who continues to give us the Chastney cooling. <laughs> and it was not more evident this week when of salesman of salesmen, minister of minister in Guy Joseph would use pirate and, uh, and use that to divert the minds of the people. Because throughout the reigns of the Alan Chastney regime, that has been the modus operandi. But having said this, Christopher, it went on further.
2: Edmund Estefan, a three-time parliamentarian... then. And you, you're going to have to explain to me how that guy got re-elected three times.
5: Huh? A disaster. Let me start by saying, in 2006, he won by... 64 votes to Mrs. Ske- to to, to Mrs. Um, Skelly.
2: Yeah, Mary Skelly, yeah.
5: Yes, then Albert Fragis, 79. But what was interesting, the last election, the two presiding elections, his tabulation of votes was 1,365. And yet, He won Jerome by 149 votes. Interesting. And there was 220 rejected ballots.
2: That
5: is foot for foot. Yes, it is. And the other thing about it, he has been taking mumu tablets.
2: (laughs) Does does, does, does Estefan need to take the tablets, or is that him just naturally?
5: No. He's taking mumu tablets, conveniently, (laughs) because he he said Richard Frederick was making noise And he was giving us someone, which is what he's very famous of giving. And he does not have a track record. And as of today...
2: Actually, Kola, I disagree with you. He's the only minister that does have a track record because he used to run track.
5: Yes, yes, he (laughs) used to run, yes. But I will dispel that. As a free time district rep, minister of sports, the current denry in Phil, which he has been taken kudos for, it. not at all, <laughs> was the doing of the late, late Remy Lesmo. It was a mangrove, and the entire area it was designed. Two prominent community residents in David I. German Pusival and Henry J. D. Pierre. And prior to the 2016 general elections, those gentlemen worked tirelessly. As soon as his government came, during the, the reign of the Labour Party, that they was on the NICE project, um, it, it became non-involved. At the time, there was a cabinet conclusion to uh, make that Denry playing field the Remy Lesmore Sports Complex. Um, it was underneath Sean, and no matter what Stefan say or what he do, Sean, Philly, Sean Edwards stands head and shoulders above all except John Odlam as one of the best ministers of sports in the community. And Estefan track record, I will give you. It was underneath Edmund Estefan. The windmill in Denry went down. Oh, down. The,
2: the Wintex um, windmill project, yes, right. yes.
5: It was underneath his watch, just as prime minister. The famous Denry fish complex, it was underneath watch. That fish fish complex, um, it was resource. If you ask me, in my House of hearts, it was underneath his watch. Then he became one of the biggest ghettos. And That's proof a- to the pudding that on the 9th of May, this year, Mother's Day, when the episode happened, it was at his home. Something that I had saw many moons ago in Gaza, where blocks and things were thrown. And he was right there. He knew that he never came, but yet he could have called new steel and choice and with conflicting um, um, stories. It was underneath his watch. We had um, the All Blacks Veteran Club embrace him. As a player for the All Blacks um, sports team, um, football team, he was subbed. He had an injury. An injury. He walked away and went and prayed for La I am saying on these grounds, this guy should not represent us again. The only thing that is logical for him is the Estee Palace in Denver.
2: <laughs> Thank you, and Kola. The- Thank you, Kola. Yes. Thank you. And, <laughs> well and let me bring... Yeah, Kola, and- we, have to and- try and get in, we have to try and get another callers. I'm hearing them com- coming through. Thank you very much for calling. Wow. Okay. There's an education, but um, I think we have. A, yes, we do have another caller. Um, so I'll wait on. Yep. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Yes, caller. Go ahead. Bonjour. Bonjour. Bon, mais
6: faire une contribution. Uh Une contribution. Mais après nous, c'est 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 loi pour mes mm-hmm. la mm-hmm. de passer au pays là ca semble loi qui fait un pays côté inactif côté fait parce que en pays a la ni an chay bagay moun ka pe pou on est pour payer licence pour une télévision cayou et puis bagay comme mm-hmm. bon moi observer chaque temps qui passe il tient interview et puis antinici ça fait un temps et difficile là ca les fonds là ça c'est bon mais pas ça vous émissier qui a conseillé mais c'est pour vous conseiller bien parce que si force est acapaille il qu'a fait comment on dit ça que fou il mon manger, il le travail il l'argent mais nous même pas trouver un rien mais comment rien a, a fait passer ces lois ça la, qui en pays si à cette ici ça va pas passer. l'on va garder la main au c'est C'est monnaie qui a été un foreign. C'est monsala, qui a fait en campagne, il a téléphoné tout le monde qui avait été ici. Mais il a demandé comment à passer, Et là il a mais si premier ministre, fait bien parce que premier ministre, premier ministre là, a été manger. Mais ça c'est mon qui a comprendre ca a aller plus loin parce qu'il à premier ministre là, a on ni pour garder a pou tout yo, moun a moun moun zot zot, le monde, qui n'est pas mal, qui qui ne pas rien comme ça. C'est monde foreign. Moi je veux dire comme les autres là, un pays foreign. Les autres parlent manger pour manger. Autres bon kitchen soup. côté manger. aller ces là. Autres manger. Autres bien soin. Qui nous un pays pou nous pour nous à défendre quand nous et puis aussi pour nous ça we c'est peut problem nous nous we savent ça nous qui sorti nous qui savent qui problème nous six v'lé excusez-moi j'vous dis ça là ça fait un bon soir pareil à Li, il a vu ces côtés là et il a mis toutes ces bagages, toutes choses. Né, programme, ni pa te cuit programme, sort, Lè cuits fermés, parce que il programme ni kote sa pale. là où il programme là, il a bloqué une pour l'autre monde pas cuit qui est allé faire diverses publications à sous programmés. C'est ça mon ami.
2: Thank you Colin, thank you. C'est sa nous joignent. It's up to you. I mean, that's what you want. That's what we're getting. If we have to stop it, we have to put our feet down. We still have time to take more callers, but I do want to send a shout-out to Norbert. I do want to make sure to send a shout-out to him. And I... Oh, you have to take that call? Good afternoon.
13: Is that- Hello? Yeah, i there.
2: Yeah, go ahead, KK. Yeah, I'm
13: trying to talk to Christopher. Yes, it's me, Semwekila. Christopher Hand? Yes, KK. How are you? How are you today? Sir? I'm okay. All right. I just tried to re- refresh my mind. Were well, you the one who did that little comedy thing about the prison body? That was you? A prison a long bo- time ago? A body? To... You made some kind of comedy. Do you do some comedy sometimes, right?
2: A bodily?
13: No, I, I maybe it wasn't you, but do you make comedy? Anyway, let's get to the point. Because I have a big phone bill there, a big phone bill there to pay because I ain't getting on WhatsApp. Okay. So, okay, this lady just called
2: me. Mm-hmm.
13: I don't stop anyone from calling my show. The only thing I I, I I always do, I deal with the politics, the facts. When I'm doing comedy, I do comedy. I make people laugh. But anybody who calls my show and insults me, I would block them. And that's how I do it. Anyone can call if they want. But let's get to the point that she's talking about. People from the state.
4: Mm-hmm.
13: We all in the United States, we have the same rights as anybody, at any other standalone. Which
2: is not because the point. If our votes- That's not the point. It's no. never been the point. That non sequitur keeps coming up. Where the problem is with people who contribute overseas on Facebook or who speak is a simple thing. You are based where? Not somewhere like North Carolina or something like that. Where are you based? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, you right. I'm okay, you are based right. in you are based right. in North Carolina. There is no way mm-hmm. that even if I were to watch TV, go on YouTube, go and do everything, I cannot understand the day-to-day nuances of North Carolina at, uh, from a moment-to-moment basis. As of right now, I am telling I don't you. Disab- I don't disagree. Yes. Now, I, I don't for, disagree. With yeah. That. I, for example, I went down to Schozel yesterday. And it was a different experience in Shoazel yesterday as it was in Castries on the day before, right? And Saturday I was in the boulevard. Now all we are saying is, First of all, for people like Minerva who believe, and there's a solution thing that irritates me, that we always act like when we go to Canada or the States or New York or Germany, that we are the first solutions to ever go somewhere. First to see snow, first to go to university, first to know about this or about the stock market or whatever. As if once you're on island, you can't read, you can't understand. But the the fact of the matter is... Well, you you
13: go on to um, Christopher. I don't think what you're saying there, that's exactly what I always complain about. When we go the roundabout stuff, I understand we're not in St. Lucia, but St. Lucia's been traveling forever, and both UWP and SFP contribute. So we, as as a UWP, you will always make it look good when your party is in power. No, that that part I'm not...
2: Listen, that part, the spin of it is not where my issue is. My issue is, for particular, I single her out there because she's really bad at it. Minerva, the condescending thing, as if, you know, we are too stupid to understand bonds. We are too stupid to understand this or that or the other, no, no, or no, well, causeway or whatever. I don't
13: want to go on those little nitty gritty things. We, I just like to look at, because everybody, are you talking, everybody's going to weigh. The, the whichever side, and I believe that's how it is all over the world. Republicans, Democrats, no matter what you say. When Philip Chesney comes over, people say you shouldn't come. When Charles comes, it's always this nonsense all around. But my fact is, we did, the two issues I'm dealing about it, is the country doing better, and the only person I can tell you that every each person may have their own experience, but there are people who who, who, who take the stats. There are people who work for St. Lucia for both Labour and UWP. So when they come out and tell you, and we can this is one thing we cannot dispute. When they say that St. Lucia have more work, more more people are working. Can we dispute that? Yes. No, we can. Now yes. here, let me finish one second, I'll
2: give it to you. One second.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I'll
2: try to figure out
3: come with the convenience
2: statistics. Come with them, yes. Because No, 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 no. No, no, no. no you can mm-hmm. you can let me just finish
13: the other part I was saying. So I myself, I've been very true with you. You may have your own thing. They may the the, the labourers may um may have their own thing. But this morning I was reading because the girl asked me what jobs they were. They, they, what are the sectors? So what I did, I started reading. But I haven't come across Kenya and this time as as prime minister. And what I did, I checked two years. When, um the two when Kenya came in, I like, came in 2011. I checked what the economy was and the credit rating of Saint Lucia in 2013. Would you read it? It says they will not give him a long read. It. it is deplorable. I can't go to my phone and read it. I can't. If you okay. want to read it, okay. So let's it, stop. So let's stop,
2: stop there. With, let's stop there. Let, let me go Hold No, 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 no. Let's. I'm let's, giving you the two. No, no, no. Let's but stop there. No, stop let's stop there. Let's stop there because you'll get into gish gallop. <laughs> For Saint Lucians, UWP or Labour again. I will state all you have to do is Google. Anybody in the planet can Google the IMF economic report for 2020 imf and you can see i've shown it on my show soon again you can see The report for 2019-2020, it gives you a GDP graph, which I have shown on this show, so that anybody disputing figures, whether it's Kenny Anthony, it goes back to 79, and Louisi all the way through to Chastney, and what it does, it shows you every year. So when somebody says Kenny Anthony, for example, didn't perform in 2016, and you show them it's 3.4, that is the international thing. The cherry picking of figures, for example, you all talk about the unemployment going down. Again, I will state to you, the unemployment went down in one quarter, January to March of 2019. And what happened was they spent three to four million dollars on independence and gave a shitload of temporary jobs. That's part one. Part two is one quarter does not... An entire year make. What the, what um what's his name from statistics department that is now retired. He himself pointed out he came on my show when I was on Politically Incorrect and he stated, he stated that you have to get at least three to four quarters for it to be a trend and then for it to be a pattern. The next order of business... Let me finish my point. You know how many quarters can we got? Listen to what? Listen to my point. The second point is that what has happened is so many solutions have left that if you know in statistics that if the pool is 100,000 people and you give 10,000 jobs... That will not register as much as if the pool only has 50,000 people and you give 10,000 jobs. So many solutions have left. For example, there are at least three to 4,000 solutions over in Dominica. Working as we speak in Tortola. Right so listen, so listen to me. Do you conf- check the population? Yeah, but listen to my point to you. The census has been put postponed for, the, it's, the, uh, it, the, population the census is, is higher now. The cent- no, the population is not higher. St. Lucia's population has stagnated. The last census showed that, that people doing common entrance, children doing common entrance, 10 years ago was 6,000. Right now it's 2,200. So that's not, that's not true. Uh, anyway. Wait, wait,
13: wait, I'll listen to you, Mm -hmm. but listen, I'm talking about my phone bill there, hold on, hold on, right, Christopher, Mm -hmm. all I'm saying my phone bill, I'm going to stop and listen to you, but I think there's a lot of nitpicking, when we get a WhatsApp, we can chat some more, but I'll listen to you. No problem,
2: no problem, look. I Look, I I can tell you, there are things, look, I, the people, when the statistics go one way, they go the other way, people will cherry pick. That's why I said, don't take the statistics from me, or don't take it from KKRR, definitely don't take it from United Pack of Lies and shit. But the bottom line is, you can simply just Google IMF report, and you will get it, and there's literally, you know what I'll do? For KKRR and the others, I will, because I know it's not about search for truth, it's about search for a way to defend your party. But I will show tomorrow again how you can go through the World Bank thing, the IMF thing, and see it for yourself. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello, caller.
9: Yes. Yes,
2: go ahead, caller. You're on the air.
9: Yes. What I'm saying, right? I listened to KKR a while ago. KKR does not live in St. Lucia. He does not know the day to day runnings of what is happening in St. Lucia. He does not understand and know what we feel when we go to the supermarket and the prices are inflated. Huh? He does not know and understand what St. Lucians go through, that St. Lucians have not received any stimulus, that countless St. Lucians have lost their jobs, that the hotel industry does not know when it is going to reopen. He has no right or no authority to stay from overseas. He has his own platform and what he is doing and is the same Cambridge Analytica thing he is part of. He is there trying to convince Saint Lucians that what you are going through does not really exist. Exactly. And this is a lie. And all of them that have their platforms are doing the same thing to confuse Saint Lucians who live here and who know what they are feeling. That's that's just it. And I do not believe he should
2: be given that platform. Well, he has a right and people have freedom of speech. My thing about it is, understand that if you know, for example, do solutions have 401ks? No, we don't. That's their reality in the United States. In Canada, you have Trudeau as your prime minister. In St. Lucia, we have the Tebebe. So the fact of the matter is, everybody's getting it different. Barbados had stimulus. Look, Barbados just lifted their state of emergency, and they had seven deaths. You have England that never had a state of emergency, and they had hundreds and thousands of deaths. Here we are in St. Lucia with a four-month state of emergency, and we have zero deaths. And
9: children are writing, children just wrote common entrance today under the state of emergency. Yes, and how do those children get proper bus? Children just wrote the um, common entrance today with masks on their faces. Exactly, and the
2: social distancing. And
9: we allow uh, a social distancing, and we allow our children to
2: go through all of these things. So, so again, the reality, the reality in Viewfort. I heard went down to Viewfort on the weekend. I wonder what he would tell those people knowing that he has closed fisheries, going to fisheries and seeing doors banging, seeing the place open, equipment rotting and rusting there, knowing that he'd privatized fisheries and he can say what he wants, but it must come out that he gave it to his father. But the it day it the father closes his eyes, going we to We are
9: St. Lucians, we live here, we know and understand. Even if these people have a right to express themselves. They have, they, they do not have that right to call a radio station or a television station in solution, spread their propaganda. They have the right to do it on their platform, which they have.
2: You know what it proves, Scholar? It proves that what, what Keith Mitchell said December 10th, 2019 is exactly all that it boils down to. All people care about is winning. For example, KKRR is the same person that said that Chastney and Guy and them mismanaged the economy. He said it more than once. He had a whole episode on it. I put the clips out. Now, whether you agree with him or disagree with him, the point is he agrees with himself. So my question to him would be, why if you know that even if you support Chastney that he's mismanaged the economy, then what is the point of putting him back there if you really care about your country? You are admitting that he mismanaged the economy one week and then a couple of UWPs will come and tell you, we need you now, Cambridge Analytica is here, the Republicans are here, so you better start towing the party line and start kissing their ass again. And then when UWP wins with Chastney, even though they don't want him, and the country goes lower and lower and lower. You're just going to sit down in a winter and play like We will
9: pay for it, and our exactly. children will pay for exactly. it. Exactly. Our children who will not get laptops, our children who will not get proper secondary schools. Look at the Grosilay Secondary School, decommissioned. Up to now it cannot be reopened. What are you hearing about that? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. So when so when for example
2: Minerva said healthcare is the best that it's ever been in Saint Lucia. She is not here. She exactly. does not know people Canadian are being turned away from the way from right now. Canadian healthcare because might be, damn no good, but not in Saint Lucia. We have nine ventilators. Four of them have been ordered. I do not know whether they reach St. Lucia. For us to be safe in terms of ventilators, we needed to have 200 to be good, 100 to be, to have a fighting chance. We have nine. Two are, cannot be used because they are part of the OOR of OKEU. One is a tapio, and the other, and the rest of them are sitting there. And the fact is, if twenty people get COVID, we cannot. Fl- it's not about flattening the curve. We can't take ten cases at a time. We cannot what, take fifteen cases. We can cases. flatten our
9: curve, eh? Yeah? America, with all their ventilators and Ford Manufacturing ventilators for them, cannot flatten the curve. Senusha so can flatten the curve. Exactly, but we can't even afford a curve. We cannot... But, but the PPE, the, they had big fundraiser for the PPE. Has the Prime Minister handed any of the money to... to the Medical Association or whoever is you know responsible in charge or the procurement of... authorities to buy the PPE that the funds were raised for. Who knows what happened to those funds? I, can I te- heard that they were turned over to the Prime Minister. I can tell you what happened. They, had, they were supposed to raise
2: $400,000. They raised $2.5 million. You know what they did with the rest of the money? They put Nancy in charge of it. Hey, Thank you, caller. Thank you very much for calling. Let me okay. see. Now, like I said, tomorrow night you'll be treated to another one of Norbert's um, displays where he plays the same Kenny Anthony clip for the last six months over. And I like him him repeating that. It's fantastic. But the one thing that he cannot do is say that he was listening to the prime minister or say how inspiring the prime minister's budget presentation was. You know why? Well, let's run it.
4: The next year went 7.5, then 4.8. Okay. So, Mr. Speaker, the fact is, is that the reality is, and we've said it, that you're going to have, we were projecting before COVID, a, an overall deficit of 3.5%, Mr. Speaker. But given now with COVID, that number went to 8.5%. That's what we're presenting. And the likelihood, Mr. Speaker, is it might go higher. And that's why I said the member from Mexico, um, the fact is, is that... The reality is, and we've said it, that you're going to have, we were projecting before COVID an overall deficit of 3.5%, percent Speaker. But given now COVID, that number went to 8.5%. That's what we're presenting. And the likelihood, Mr. Speaker, is it might be higher. That's why I said the
7: number went down.
2: Imagine they paying you to kiss Chastain's ass and you can't stay awake to do your job but you'll come and beat your ass tomorrow night talking a bunch of rubbish that you yourself not even interested in. Yes. We'll see if we can take it one more call. We'll take one more call if we get it. Um, and then, good afternoon. Good
14: afternoon, Chris.
2: Good afternoon. Chris,
14: you know, I just need to know whether I heard you correctly. Mm-hmm. Did you say that the sports academy institution
12: mm-hmm.
14: that there is a cook earning something like twenty thousand dollars per month
2: a little over nineteen thousand dollars a month, and she gets all of the ingredients through right. through supplied to her i 'm um, happy that it at least is a solution. And, of course, you know the friends and family in terms of Lucian Blue Ocean, Peter and Company. Right. Supplying all the materials, uh, all of the supplies, every single bit of it.
14: Did you also say that in relation to that institution, there is somebody overseas getting something like $5,000 per month?
2: Yes, I showed the invoice and I'll forward it out to anybody that wants it. $5,000 a month for a program that's not running.
14: Now, now, you know, that's the other question that I I was about to ask. (laughs) You know, 19,000 here, 5,000 overseas, all kinds of of friends, family, and, you know, foreigners supplying all kinds of, you know, stuff for a program that hasn't yet begun.
2: They are doing sports theory, no practical, losing critical times in these young athletes' lives, whether they are playing football, whether they are playing cricket, whether they are playing tennis, whatever it is. And then also only doing two forms, form four and form five, when arguably you could say that the formative chances for them to get, become international athletes in soccer and the rest would be when they were 11, 12, 13, 14. But, hey, who am I? Who you am know, Christopher, I?
14: Christopher, look, I mean, this thing is almost criminal. If it's yes, it not, is. It sounds almost criminal. If it's not criminal. You know, I, I, I mean and all of this other stuff going on and and i hear kk or, or, or you know whatever you know he calls himself you know calling into your show when he has his own platform to, to support all maneuvers and and and, and 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 this other person's foolishness foolishness you you i mean you, the chef volume of you know
2: this kind of
6: stuff is staggering and the, the thing is killing us. the, minist- the ministry of
2: sports us. is hemorrhaging money for this fast because they have to prop it up it's the same way ojo labs is still getting money even though there are thousands of solutions who need stimulus they're giving it to ojo labs just to make ojo labs hold on long enough because they're going to grenada so the day after elections ojo lab go shasta okay because you vote for him already
14: you know and, and and all these guys you know sitting around this man in his in his cabinet like stevenson king like spider like Bradley Felix,
2: spineless.
14: You, you, well, not just not just spineless. Pillars of morality, <laughs> the pillars of morality. You know, who stand for, for you know what is right and and not a peep, not a peep.
2: No. Nope.
14: Resounding silence, silence Deafening from them, silence. except when they're in the house supporting the man's foolishness, Christopher. Uh, you know, and these people want to talk about another five years. Yep. Christopher, thanks
2: very much. Thank you very much. And we'll end with that today. You know, one of the things that was raised by the yachtsmen in St. Lucia, the small boat operators, was in the state of emergency that Chastney had conveniently or the government had conveniently only allowed catamarans, of which he and his father have a lot of catamarans to operate. And they were saying also that while we are breaking our ass to open up for America, who is actually going through a second wave and a spike as we speak. That Martinique might be a much more opportune place because Martinique has gotten their COVID situation under much better control. The average Martinican makes seven times the amount of money the St. Lucians make. We have a great relationship with Martinique as well. So I just thought I'd end today missing Martinicans and sending a shout out to all of those over there like Cece who cannot make her way back soon enough because She has work to do on the ground here.
1: opinions expressed on this TV program by the hosts, co-hosts, guests, and calling listeners or chatters are solely the opinions and responsibility of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of UTV or its affiliates.